to a Healing Peace podcast. My name is Kimir Baker. We have a treat for you. We ask the question, how do women respond when life or people hurt us? The remainder of this podcast is on this subject. Also, just for our podcast listeners, we are providing an assessment that identifies where you are in dealing with emotional hurt. After you listen, give us a podcast review. Take a picture of it and email it to free at ahealingpeace.com with the subject review. Once we receive your email, we will send you a link for the assessment. Let's get started. Welcome back. I so hope you've been enjoying this series. We've just been having a good time just talking about how to work through conflict, who is God in the midst of that conflict. Last episode, we talked about how God loves us unconditionally, no matter what, which is always great to hear. As you can tell, I'm kind of like a little love bug. So all the things that I share are the things that really encourage me throughout my journey and the things that I needed to hear. So you get an opportunity to learn more about me. And as we move forward again, I want to encourage and, and strengthen your spirit with a good word and, and letting you know that you are not alone. And as I stated in the beginning, that I personally endured a traumatic childhood during that season of maturing and growing and, and healing. I also needed to know that I wasn't alone. And you too, you may have your own experiences where you felt as though that you didn't belong or that you felt misunderstood. It it may have been, which is crazy right now, you know, cyberbullying. It it could be just not being welcomed in a group of people, you know, coworkers, anything where sometimes you kind of feel like you don't belong or sometimes you feel like you just want to be loved more. Or sometimes just feeling like, man, can anyone relate to me? Oh, can anyone relate? The things that I like to share as we move forward in in terms of allowing you to know that you're not alone. I I know that you've kind of gotten a hint already that I love talking about the Bible and, and being able to connect our experiences to things that we read about to help us to See, just the the Bible in in a fresh light, just to see God in a fresh light. One of the things that I would like to just spend time talking through within seeing those relationships in the Bible is that there are people that are talked about and discussed in God's word that really highlight those who have been through tough experiences, who know what it feels like to be alone who knows what it feels like to be pushed aside or to be dismissed from a group. And I would like to spend some time just talking about these two people. Of course, I can't help myself. The first person I want to talk about is actually Jesus. The reason being is I know sometimes we look at him as a, a person who you know had all this power if you want to call it such but even though he was god in human form he still had 
feelings. He still hurt. He still knew what it felt like to be abused by another man. You know, we talked about Judas. He still knew what it felt like to be rejected. He still knew what it felt like to be treated poorly for doing the right thing. And I know sometimes because of knowing who he is, it's so easy to minimize his suffering. It's so easy to not connect the dots that, man, he went through some pain and he has suffered. And one of the things that stand out to me the most is when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, he prayed three times before going to the cross. And during that prayer, Luke describes him praying so hard or being so distressed, being so hurt that he sweat blood. Whew. Now, I know I haven't got to the point where I sweat blood. I mean, I sweat, but I ain't sweat no blood. But, you know, Matthew describes Jesus being sorrowful to the point of death. In this moment, like his emotional state screamed death versus the cross. I don't know if you can relate to that if you've been in circumstances where your thought process was, it would be better for me just to end it now versus to try to work through it. Like in the in that dark, deep moment, it's just the emotions are so strong that the outcome of that is depression. It's a dark time where at the end of the day, you're just like, I just need relief. As I shared before, one of the episodes, we we talked about losing a loved one. And and in that, that moment of loss, just feeling overwhelmed by grief, feeling overwhelmed just by hurt. Jesus experienced this same depth of sorrow to the point of wanting to die. His journey continued as he went to the cross. Again, we talked about Judas and and, and being betrayed by him. And I don't know if you process that this is a moment where Jesus was not only being rejected, but at that time, all of the disciples who were with him fled so here he is not only being rejected by one of the 12 but being abandoned by the others so can i say abandonment all day long and can i say oh my goodness like jesus can relate to me and that's something that i deal with and have been working through throughout my journey is not feeling or not being consumed by the notion of being abandoned or rejected. I'll tell you, like one time I, I was sitting, reflecting over my life, and, and I was really, I was angry. I'm t- I'll be honest, I was angry. I, I just started my first round of therapy to address my childhood, and I was sitting in the room reading, just, just trying to grasp of, man, how long would I have to deal with these effects of abuse? And in that, just being angry, I felt so abandoned and and just fueled with fear. As I was reading the Bible, trying to calm myself down, trying to 
just have more of a, a better understanding and, and comfort myself, if you want to call it. I remember reading about Jesus going to the cross and the and Judas betraying him and the disciples fleeing. And as I was reading, I just bawled. I just cried. I mean, I cried because it was for the first time. And I know I, I've read this passage many, many times. But this was the first time where it sunk in that Jesus knew how I felt. That Jesus actually had the same experiences. He knew what it felt like to be rejected, abandoned, and betrayed by those he cared about. For the first time, my eyes and my heart were open to see Jesus' affliction. As I said before, sometimes it's difficult to connect the dots. For this time, this moment in my life, those dots are being connected. Usually, I just skip to the resurrection, ability to have my sins forgiveness, and ability to have a relationship with God. And I, too, fall in that trap of, well, Jesus is a deity. You know, all he had to do was just touch himself. He could heal himself. I mean, of course, he didn't do that, but those thoughts run through my head. But I completely disregarded the anguish of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. I didn't connect the dots to his suffering. In that moment, as I said before, I just began to cry. Because, again, he understood my pain. He understood my hurt. I'll tell you what, you guys, I bonded with Jesus that day. I found, I got to the point, the place, and I was just like, man, at least one person understands me. Then there's another person in the Bible who understands me. That is Paul. I know I talked about in the previous episode about being removed from being a youth leader I talked about how I felt attacked by my fellow believers. In my case, my attack came from the form of not being considered good enough. For yourselves, you may have endured some form of emotional pain from a fellow believer. Like you and me, Paul. Paul was a fellow believer. And if you didn't know Paul, if you don't know who he is, Paul is a bad dude. He pretty much wrote, most of the New Testament and started most of the churches in the New Testament, Paul truly was a man on fire. He too experienced conflict from fellow believers. When he was in Corinthian, the, the church there, they didn't believe that he was apostle. The apostle is just one of 12, the people who were actually with Jesus or seen Jesus. The church members there, they were like, you don't even look like one of them. You, mm, How are you going to be an apostle? And they mocked him. They treated him so poorly. They treated him like an offender. He eventually left Corinth. While he left, he wrote, he talked about how he had anguish of a heart that he felt afflicted because of how he was treated. He refers to being with them as painful. He wrote to the church leaders requesting to take action against the person who mocked him and treated him so poorly. 
then when I read this, I was like, okay, someone else knows what it feels like to be treated poorly, to be attacked even. And in both cases with Jesus and Paul, I mean, these are what you call superheroes of the faith, if you want it to be. But they are believers who experience hurt from other believers. They experience pain from people. They experience rejection. They experience that Paul per se in terms of being abandoned, but definitely being mocked and, and treated poorly. I'll tell you that as I look through these two superheroes of the faith and, and seeing how they were treated, it allows me to see that no matter what, we too are going to experience conflict or have affliction. And why is that? Because we're in a fallen world. Unfortunately, that, that's just the outcome of where we are. And then, you know, in the Bible, it also talks about in 1 Peter 4 that we will suffer like Christ in this world, that we will go through things that will produce much harm, much hurt. But it also states that when we do, like our faith will help us to not only share in Christ's sufferings, but that we will be able to overcome what we experience that God is there with us to provide provision throughout the journey. I hope that in the things that I shared, that you too can take, I guess, strength from knowing that we serve a Christ who not only experienced what we've experienced, but understands our pain. As we go through our journeys, that I want you just to know and remember that you have a loving father and a relatable brother who is there with you and, and wants to embrace you during your time. And to also to know that God wants to heal you from your hurt. Later, I'll tell you, later in life, I shared the affliction of Christ and Paul to a friend. Just as I'm telling you guys about who they are. And I wanted my friend to know that she was not alone, that someone else can relate to the things that she shared. And, and it's not just me. And as I was sharing those things, she she kind of you know pushed my comments aside. She kind of ignored them. I'll tell you, I, I did. I, I became just a little bit angry, a little bit frustrated because... I wanted her so desperately to know that she wasn't by herself. Even though I was really frustrated, God reminded me that it took me 12 years. Yes, it took me 12 years before I had my moment in that bonding time with Jesus. I, I share that with you because sometimes it takes a little long for us to grasp this connection, and, and that's fine. But know that no matter what, that our God is still with us and he wants us to have confidence in him. He wants us to be honest with him and really expose our true feelings with him. As I share this with you, I shared the same thing with my friend and I asked her, please take time to begin to pray honestly with God. Take time to share those deep, dark secrets 
Because you know what? Sometimes people can't handle it. You know, they can't handle the truth. Sometimes they can't. But God can. He can handle it, and he wants to handle it. He wants to hear from us. I really want you to know that, again, that you're not alone. That you have, again, a a loving father and a relatable brother who have taken this journey with you. Secondly, please cry out to God in prayer. Be with him. Tell him the things that hurt your heart and your spirit. As you do this, I am confident that God will respond. He will not disappoint you. All right, now we have come to the end. And as usual, I always will love to hear from you guys and share the things that you've been learning from this this wonderful series. I hope, again, there, there's been things of comfort, things of peace, things knowing that, hey, you're not alone and God is with you. As usual, please feel free to leave your feedback, your thoughts with us at ahealingpeace.com. That's a healingpeace, all one word, dot com. Of course, we have a companion workbook for this lesson. Go ahead and pick it up. Get your prayering in, get your journaling in, and know that you are loved, cherished, and embraced by our Heavenly Father. This concludes our podcast. Please go to ahealingpeace.com for the workbook and to leave us feedback. Don't forget to write us a podcast review. Send that email to free at ahealingpeace.com.